as a voice. Yeah, he voiced a uh, was it a yogi in one of the episodes in two thousand four. Just went through IMDb and searched through, and I'm like, oh hey, that's yeah. interesting. I like doing that, like pulling up like obscure ones when I'm talking with someone. I'm like, oh yeah, you mean like he was in, you know, like this thing as this. And you're like, you're like, how do you know that? IMDb, I have the internet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hello and welcome to a special edition of the Else Nerd Show. I'm Gregor Sprague and joining me is Peter Fisher and we are going to just talk and spoil the crap out of Wonder Woman. Um, we both saw it this past week, the opening weekend. Um, for those of you guys who do not know, this is the fourth movie in the Marvel or in the DC Cinematic <laughs> Universe. Um, you, this is the first female-led superhero movie um, in this modern era, and this is also what the highest-grossing uh, movie directed by a female. Period, and yep. it's only five days old. Like been out for five days, um, but yeah. So, but let's do some pleasantries and stuff first. Here first, Peter, how you doing, sir? I'm good. Yeah. Uh, so, Peter, uh, Peter, uh, share with everyone what you like, what you do out there, because I know you did for Galactic Radio, which is on a break. The um, app reviews, right? Yeah, and yeah. I also did a podcast on Blazing Caribou called Adapt That, which is now on somewhat permanent uh, hiatus. And uh, that's about it for people to see things. Uh, in the works, I'm doing a couple of podcasts with my ex-co-hosts from that, but it's still in planning stages. But yeah, yeah, basically that. Nice. All right. So um, let's just jump right into it. So um, what did you think of Wonder Woman, in all honesty? Well... Like what was like you shared before camp beforehand when we went on you shared, we shared you shared your initial thought like right when leaving up with the movie yeah. I put on on the Tadpool Facebook page it said after seeing Wonder Woman I believe DC owes us for having to slog through Man of Steel and and Batman versus Superman because it it was totally different that they actually let there be sunlight. And real colors, not just dark, the darkish bluish gray of of Superman or or the Batman and Superman movie. There there was sunlight. There was happiness. There wasn't all just a bunch of guys going. <laughs> <laughs> People actually laughed and cried, and it it had the it was better than yeah anything so far. So I know initially before I went into the movie, I thought like was seeing the look. I'm like, okay, this looks very similar to the other DC extended universe um, movies, um, especially the ones that Zack Snyder directed. And it actually made me look up, like get on Wikipedia and look up who the cinematographer was. Because I know Zack Snyder uses, um, he almost exclusively works with Larry Fong. When he, they do, uh, when he does anything, and he needs a cinematographer, um, and Larry Fong is one who did, I think, all of Zack Snyder's movies, um, and all that. But it wasn't; it was uh, the cinematography was done by Matthew Jensen, 
And so I'm like, oh, cool. So they got, you know, a similar style. So people will will know if they don't realize, oh, wait, that's that's the Wonder Woman from the Batman versus Superman movies or anything like that. It still had that feeling. But and this is what I told people is like, especially with like some of the battle scenes in there, like they, they were toning down the colors because, I mean, it's it's World War One. It's, you know, dark, gritty, you know, dirt flying everywhere yeah. sort of deal. But yet her costume didn't look dark gritty because it's you know bright red bright blue and all that um and so that was one of the things i loved right away i'm like yeah this this is awesome i mean just you know still seeing that pop and not having to be and not having to just be like oh yeah you know it's, it looks all so dull yeah you know like i don't i don't think we're gonna see a a youtube cut of the wonder woman trailer with it being quote-unquote color corrected like they did with uh man of steel oh and and if you ever seen like production photos of the superman suit there's a definitely color shift on it but like you said it it was it was like true to the comic book comic book uh costume yeah although the uh the sculpting of the of the thing was a little bit extreme like of, of the costume yeah like the breastplate plate was like like i i also do photography and it's almost like it was over shot over sharpened mm-hmm. like there wasn't like there was like a hard creases and not like just soft creases along certain areas yeah. but so it was more of like actual actual breastplate and not just a a like a a fabric costume like 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 superman or batman's yeah normal thing no yeah definitely and which looked really cool to see i mean it was i i've i've got to say you know it very it looked very stunning and I feel like if, if we're going to make like nitpicks, I think this is one of those movies where I'm going to be, it's going to be very hard to find something to complain about for me because I, I did enjoy the whole, this whole movie. Um, you know, like this, I felt like this was a good way to tell an origin story, especially for one that, you know, you know, a lot of the nerds will know the origin, even though, you know, one Roman, she has had, you know, quite a few different origins and it seems like they did a good way of blending them all in and actually weirdly enough as a comic book reader tied it in with the greg rucka run that's going on right now uh like it it's but and that's probably me reaching here but it was like like they alluded to she's the like she was made out of clay and they're alluding to well she's the love affair between hippolyta and zeus and all this i'm like wait they did this like with the rebirth launch with greg rucka going hey guess what that's all just lies and we're like we're gonna make her go crazy because she's trying to know who she actually is and stuff like that and so that was cool seeing that and but i mean so tell me what you thought of the movie in in general like what like start starting from beginning or wherever however you want to do it uh it's one of the top top comic book movies i've seen uh 
it, it's right up there with like the first Iron Man and at first Avengers movie. It it's it's one I'm definitely gonna go see again. Uh, yeah. the the story was was. I, I was reading an article today the, talking about how like in in the spot Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies that mm-hmm. uh, Mary Jane was just like a secondary character. She's like a means to an end like, oh, she's in trouble. Spider-Man has to go save her. Whereas uh, it's Trevor, Steve Trevor yeah. and the the Algerian guy and chief and the scottish guy all had, were like fully rounded characters not just just like throwaway things they they had their had a story arc of their own which went through the well, well throughout the movie as opposed to like in going back to batman versus superman uh lex's assistant who he decided, well, it'd be best if I just blow her up. You see yeah. her like in two scenes and she's gone. Like, is that really a good good use of characters or anything? But but in this great character development for everyone, even even uh, Dr. Poison and the not so much for the German general, but it was real good. It was the German general was a great uh deflector like everyone thinking oh he's he's aries he's aries he's aries and then switch and stuff like that but yeah i'll I'll even go one step further with you know batman versus superman um with the ultimate edition because that's one of the big complaints i had was how they use the characters you know even like some of the bigger name characters like you you watch the ultimate edition which is the only one i watched and i'm i'm gonna say i didn't i didn't pay for it i believe i I believe i found a a copy and someone's like here you know watch this i'm like okay cool and watch it and i'm like okay yeah i and then reading the differences and all that it's like all right it was you know that was pointless that was pointless that was pointless like a lot of the extra scenes like bringing jimmy olsen in as a cia uh, agent as a cia agent undercover as a photographer to have him die I'm like, okay, that's stupid because you can bring him in in sequels and you probably will and just say, oh, well, he, the, you know, that lead scene in, from the Ultimate Edition is not canon and whatnot. And it's like, you know, there wasn't really a a plot with that with him like there was with these other guys. And I'm just like, all right, great. This tells me, you know, one, that Zack Snyder can write a great story and not because he is one of the writers on, you know, on Wonder Woman. And so it's like, you know, okay, get these other people, get other people in here to where it's not like, oh, well, we need a character. Who is someone in the in the comic book world that we can throw in here that'll be an Easter egg for the fans because they love Easter eggs, right? And then watch it backfire as we all complain, like, that's not Jimmy Olsen and shit like that. <laughs> and and the fact that he had a film camera yes. in modern times, <laughs> that wouldn't be suspicious at all. Yeah. Which I think I think he has a film camera on Supergirl on the CW show, but they they tied it in better. Like, oh, it was my dad's, you know, yeah. stuff like that. Like it was a gift for my dad. But no, I mean, because because I'm I'm also a photographer, and like 
if you're a news photographer, you're not going to bother with, with film. You're going to have, have, have digital because oh, yeah. you can email it off to the paper in no time, as opposed to three hours to get it developed and sent off. And by that time, the events already happened and they already got the news on Twitter. Yep. <laughs> so the, I mean, so did you see, uh, did you see this like regular 2d? Yeah. Okay. Cause that's, that's probably what I would do is I would probably end up going to see it again in 3d just because it's, I'm seeing that it is available on 3d and IMAX 3d. I don't know if I would do the IMAX one just because it's like 50 bucks or whatever, but I mean, I'd probably go see it cause there's a lot of shots that looking, thinking back on it now, like, yeah, this is shot. Those were shots for 3d. Yeah. The flipping um, Amazons yeah. and the jumping off of stuff and. Yeah, the only, I guess, if I had any problem with the movie, it would be that it seems like whenever that jumping stuff happened, it seems like they always played the the Wonder, the quote-unquote Wonder Woman music that they played from Batman versus Superman when she when she would come in, like the... The drums. Yeah. yeah, and stuff. It's like, all right, you got more than this, right? Because it seems like I heard it like five times throughout the movie. Yeah. Like, you know, th there's other music, right? I mean, you could throw in the Batman song just for fun. Wonder Woman. <laughs> oh, and also speaking as a chemist, just because it has hydrogen doesn't mean it'll burn. Yes. Because hydrogen hydroxide, that's got hydrogen, but it's water. It doesn't burn. <laughs> All right, easy there, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Let's not nitpick this too much here. <laughs> and I also read another article where the guy that played the chief is... I'm not going to say which tribe he's from because I'll get it wrong. Oh. And the, But what he said to Wonder Woman when they met was that he, he is one of the the his tribe's gods like a, a trickster god that was okay. there to to uh there so that it was like a it was a uh a native Did he use he used was, his own he, language okay so he's he's from the the uh Kenai nation in alberta yeah and actually was in batman versus superman done justice did not realize that unless it was like a little the picture like a the picture, yeah. okay. Um, and was on Hell on Wheels as well to give for that. But yeah, uh, it's Eugene Brave Rock is his name. He's a Canadian actor and stuntman. But no, that's that's cool. That's stuff that I like to see is that those little Easter eggy things like that, where you know they're using the real language, or you know, like with Guardians Two, where they said, you know, the Peter Quill sure actually says something. And then I'm going, wait, it would have been better. Like it says gear shift or whatever. Cause you know, James Gunn wanted to make a, a like a, you know, like a punk rock type shirt or not punk rock, like a, like a, a rock, alt, alt rock type shirt for Peter to wear. And there they had made this language. So they made, I'm like, well, why don't you make it mouse rat and be at a parks and rec like callback and stuff. But I mean, that stuff, I was, I was love finding that those little things, like those little Easter eggy deals. Um, now I wanted to hit on since we're here talking about this and only this, um, some of the controversies because I think 
as me, I think like one of these is really stupid. The other one is like, okay, I get it, but I mean, come on. Um, so the one I think is really stupid is um the Alamo Draft House held women's only screenings for the movie. There was not gonna be a man on site, like not the workers, you know, there's only gonna be women and all that stuff. And some male moviegoers, and this is only in Austin, Texas. And some movie male goers were uh male moviegoers were unhappy about this. That one makes me go, really? Come on. Think about this for a second. It's Wonder Woman. It's a it's a female directed movie. Yeah. It's like it's gonna happen. Come on. Just let them let them have their moment. You sit outside. These are probably the same guys who drove their wife to the women's march, you know, the day after President Trump did the inauguration and all that. Uh, I'm thinking the ones that complain don't have wives. So they <laughs> they probably didn't. And yeah. Yeah. With their laptops on and their hair in the ponytail. This is the worst thing ever. Uh, yeah. No, they, they, they have a point to some things that it is exclusionary, but the Alamo draft house isn't the only place to see it. And it was only one, which turned into two showings. So yeah. like the next day you could go in like this. It, it's, it's, uh, it's, if, 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 if there was a male only screening of, of something there, people be complaining, but it, it, since it's only like one, or two showings it's not yeah. really that big of a thing it, it's 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 one of those like like because and i noticed you were having excuse me a difficult time trying to think of a of a character and part of the reason why is because there are so many male characters but one woman is one of the first female superheroes that wasn't like it wasn't like she was a damsel in distress and had to be saved by some by by a guy it was like you know she was just she was a female ass kicker yeah. and stuff like that so it's like of course we're gonna do you know like it, that makes made sense to me and i'm like okay cool you know the alamo draft house yeah because they do these things like they, things like this all the time um and there's it's never you know it's never something something that's just like okay whatever you know it's gonna happen the other one that i sort of get just because of the whole you know politics thing is there was a there was or is a ban on the movie in Lebanon because of, of Gal Gadot's um, involvement in the 2006 Lebanon war when she was that born. and the fact that she's, 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 she's Israeli. She's, yeah. Israeli. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I get that. But all that's really going to do is take money away from, from the people like, you know, your, you know, your people's like, like if the, oh, what is it? The, the, the uh, ministry of uh, economy and trade were to get like a little bit, like a little percentage from every ticket sold. Yeah. They're not, not getting any of that because everyone in Lebanon who wants to see Wonder Woman is going to pirate it. Yeah. You know, because there's sites out there and all that stuff. So it's like, I get it. But at the same time, it's like, okay, um, think about this for a second here. You know, would you rather have some money or have all your people watch it from other ways? Yeah. But I get, you know, 
Um, so what do you think? This is this is getting into more of spoilers. Um, what do you think of? I heard rumors that Chris Pine was gonna. They're wanting to get Chris Pine to come in for like the sequel. What do you think of that? Because I mean, spoiler alert: he, in theory, is dead after making the hydrogen blow up. Yeah, which may or may not be actually scientifically accurate. Well, if you (laughs) cast your mind back to the 1970s and the Linda Carter Wonder Woman, where she came out originally in World War II for the first season, and in World the second second season she came to modern day, and Lyle Wagner both played Steve Trevor in both. But the Steve Trevor in season two was the grandson of the thing. Now, this whole thing about uh, him not not being married. I don't see how it how it there could be like his son, but it might be like his nephew or or something. So like and we named him Steve after his uncle. So. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh Yeah. So like I so, I think yeah. like flashbacks but like we yeah. pretty much saw everything uh all their interaction like, so like I I think that's probably probably my guess with Justice League cuz they had um I'm blanking on her name but she was the one who trained um who trained Diana on the island Princess Buttercup, um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> she's the one. Uh, she's coming back um, in Justice League, and I'm like, okay, well, that had, would have to be in flashbacks, you know, like as she's training or something. Yeah, I've watched the uh, Emergency Awesome thing on YouTube a lot, yeah. and apparently, there's a. I I thought it was going to be in Wonder Woman, but it's actually didn't show up. A back in history fight between the amazons the atlanteans against uh dark side and his uh minions so it's going to be a flashback of of i guess the the olympic gods and the amazons and the atlanteans push dark side and cast them out of all the world and like banished them so that's how the mother boxes got on earth and through the mother boxes that's how he's trying to get back in so that's why they're he's sending his uh uh the the guy the mean the main bad guy in uh in the justice league movie uh they, I, they oh I can't it's think the that. same as the name of the band that did born to be wild uh I can't remember. Anyway, so so I think he's he's being yeah. So that that's how they're gonna they're gonna be back alive because this is back before Diana was born or yeah. something like that. Yeah, that makes sense. And I, I really like that idea too. I mean, that just sounds really really cool. And so I mean, I have to say that. Like I, I do enjoy all like this whole the whole movie. I don't I don't see two, you know it, this is one that I'm gonna see again and again. 
um steppenwolf is the one you're thinking of yeah yeah i just had to look that up i'm like wait who was it who was it and Um, in in our chat carrie's carrie roters rootens told us to yeah yep this is the problem with having like 5,000 windows. I'm like, oh, wait, there I got chat. Like, we got um, Ink Geek Studios in here. I think it's Nate. Yeah. Um, from Ink Geek. And then Growly Bear, who's Carrie. They're the same person. Uh, these are the typical people who come in, um, who, who come in when for the show and stuff. It's really fun. Um, but no, so I'm trying to think of a, pro- of, of a problem I would have with the movie. I mean, I, I think the only problem I had was. It felt like in the middle there with the the romance thing with Diana and Steve seemed to it seemed a little bit out of place, but then thinking back on it now, I'm like, no, even that seemed right. But it just yeah. seemed like it seemed really weird for it's like, oh hey, we just had we just liberated this village. Let's make out. Sort of deal. But actually physio- physiologically, that's when that type of thing happens because yeah. well not for Diana because she wasn't really going to die from it anyway, but it, yeah. it's like you get the adrenaline going and you go, Oh, I, I might've died. Let's, let's get some, some of the, somewhat of the, what, what going. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, another uh, Easter egg, Steve Trevor's secretary, is actually used to be one of Wonder Woman's sidekicks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. From from the forties, where she was, I, I read another article about this that she was like one of the only, well, the only female sidekick who was overweight, and and was unapologetic about it back in the forties when they did the comic comics with her in it that's see that's an interesting thing to even think about because as a comic fan i think of you know like um like there's a big tout with valiant and their uh, faith comic book who is a an overweight you know plus size uh female superhero but it's like wait they've already done this um sort of thing so like that—that's really cool to see. And I haven't, to be honest, I haven't even looked at like the Easter eggs, like of what I could have seen from from there. But it seems like there's always, and they sh- like a whole bunch of different stories. They showed like a, a panel from the old Wonder Woman, and she was actually fight like boxing. So that's where the. But I don't wouldn't say no to a little bit of fisticuffs, because that's <laughs> that's your thing. Yeah. Um, so the cool thing is, and I, I guess we can hint, hint at this a little bit, is they, in a way, gave a post-credit scene because there was the whole um, the thing at the end of the movie that said um, audiences to go to the website uh, professormmovie, and which it says, which it, when you went to it, it said, there's more to wonder soon. It's a, it's a, uh, link to a movie that is not associated, like it's not in the DCC EU or whatever. It's a separate movie called uh, Professor Marston and the Wonder Woman, and you know it's it's a biopic on the whole creation of Wonder Woman. Um, talking with or you know talking about 
uh, William Melton, Molten Marston, who created him or created Wonder Woman and based it on his, um, like the personality of his wife, but the body, and like the, the story goes, the body of their lover um, and stuff like that. Like it gets really weird when you think about that. Um, and it's just. And, and Professor Marsden, it's not in this, yeah. but actually was one of the people that developed the lie detector for, mm-hmm. for real for the, like the FBI or the CIA. So that's, that's probably where he got the idea for the Lariat of Truth. Yeah, it's. Oh gosh, there's a uh, a, a Dan Casey uh, the Dan Cave episode that he did last week that hit about hit a lot of the things like professor the professor Marsden such a great like such a cool dude like he did every he did all these things and I'm like did this guy take a break at all because it's like created Wonder Woman developed a lie detector and it's like boom went into Hollywood and was doing like all these different things and I'm just like wait this dude had hustle and this was like the 40s like he's hustling like he's you know like he's like a rapper trying to release a new album every three weeks or something (laughs) (laughs) although a little bit better than j-rock yeah from trailer park boys for those of you that don't know sorry i don't really watch trailer park boys um but yeah, I'm looking at looking at a website right now from Screen Rant. It has all the Easter eggs um, from from the movie. But I mean, dude, honestly, I just had to say this movie is. I love the movie. I mean, the plot. It didn't even seem long. Like there's some movies, like even Guardians Two. I got to the point where I'm like, all right, where am I? Like, when is this almost over? Because like it seemed like with guardians 2 it seemed like it had a really long part one yeah. like act one and then like short act two and act three this it seemed like pretty evenly you know part one part two part three and there we go like and even with the whole the flip of oh the general the German general guy isn't Aries. I'm like, I, I actually had a Corey moment. Corey on here, um, he, he always like he always calls things. He always says like, yeah, I called it. I'm like, damn it, I always I catch it, like after like right when I'm like, Corey caught that. I bet you. <laughs> and I had that moment. I'm like, oh, it's the it's the British guy, um, <laughs> and all that. But yeah, I had been spoiled that. It had it was Lupin from Harry Potter, but I was thinking that it was like one of the dual identity type things that it was the the British Lord and the German at the same time, just like uh, switching yeah. out bodies. Yeah, I could I could have seen that. That would have been I could have seen that being um being a good part. Um, so one of the things I, wanna, I, I sort of want to say is to is like I, I remember reporting on it like early on that they said that the origin story was going to be closer to the New Fifty Two um, in the comics, which you know was her basically being the, a demigod, 
being the result of um, an affair between Hippolyta and Zeus. And and I even thought like, oh, this is so cool. And then I caught it like there because every time you always see her with the the gauntlets on, the bracelets on. And I'm like, oh wait, maybe they're doing that now. And then I saw the one that one scene in the in the ballroom, and I'm like, okay, um, maybe not exactly the new Fifty Two Easter egg, <laughs> like tribute or whatever. But I mean, it, see, it's like little like little things like that that I I I, I noticed then, but still, it's like, all right, it's not really a nitpick. It's more like, okay, so they were wrong or they were taking liberties with it. But I, I, I don't think I can find a bad thing wrong with this movie. I honestly don't think I can. Um, I, I think this honestly puts more pressure on Justice League because I'm, I'm, I'm glad to say that they now do not have the, they do not have like, like fans should not be going. Yeah, 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 fans not should not be good. going. Yeah, fans should not be like, oh, Justice League has to be good. You know, because all these other ones suck. Justice League has to be good. No, now it's like, okay, Justice League better be good because Wonder Woman was great. Yeah. You know, it's a deal. Um, how would you, uh, uh, final thoughts about the movie? Um, because I don't, I don't, what, what, what would you, what would you tell people? Like, how would you tell, because I don't rank it like, you know, one to five or one to 10. I always say, like, go see it in theaters, rent it, wait for Netflix which includes like the premium cable, like yeah. HBO and stuff. And then basic cable, where would you put it on that scale? See it now. See it now. Anyway, anyway, you can legally see it, go see it. Uh, I'm not really that, that a, a big a fan of the three D's because yeah. generally it's just, Oh, there's something going through my coming towards my face. Oh, okay. And they just like throw things in it to be say, say that's why you pay five bucks more for the ticket. But like you said, in this one, the, I think 3d would be a good thing to go watch too. Yeah. Uh, although to be uh, open, I don't, I rarely pay full price to see movies. I usually Tuesday nights here or cheap night. So I went yeah. last night to see it and it was like half the price that it usually would cost. But, but if I had to, I, I would pay full price for it. Although I do have enough points to get a free ticket at full price. So, yeah, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, go see and there, it. There are other ways. I mean, if you're, if you're needing, um, like I, I know, at where I work, they have um, some of the some of the other DC movies, or even the TV shows like the I think the first season of Supergirl and Flash, where you buy those, including, and in, in there I'm including the original Wonder Woman TV show with Linda Carter. So you you got the whole you buy the first season of that, and I think we had it for like seven dollars fifty cents, and then you get up to eight dollars off on a ticket to go see Wonder Woman. So it's like that's how I that's how I saw Avengers um Age of Ultron was one of those like buy it like here's coupon go get your ticket online go see the movie. Yeah. Like that's how I've seen a few of the movies and it's like sweet. You know that's I definitely I definitely agree with that. You know go see it in theaters now. It is worth the watch. Um if it, 
I, I would say probably go see it in 3D because I think I would, um, especially if it if they shot it in 3D. If they did post conversion, I'd be like, eh, I don't know. But if they shot it like you know with 3D cameras, at least for the action scenes where you you got Amazons flipping and you know doing all these acrobatics, I I really want to see them doing their their going from the cliff to the beach at the beginning yeah. with the swinging down on the lines i think that would look cool in 3d oh, yeah. oh definitely definitely that'd be oh, so cool um so how are you feeling right now about justice league i'll, I'll end it on I'll, I'll probably stop because i did did you see the trailer beforehand yeah for justice league yeah uh not before the movie but i've i've, I've seen it online it's okay, and I'm a little bit more buoyed now that Joss Whedon is in control because, yeah, like uh, Zack Snyder, yeah, yeah. He's, it's it's one of those. Yeah, we talked about it a couple weeks ago on the show, um, because where we were not big fans of how the the other movies turned out. I'm not going to dog shit on him because, you know, the reason why he's backing out is, or not backing out, he's stepping back is such a deep personal yeah. reason. I'm like, I'm not going to be like, all right, dude. Okay. Yay. Great. It's more like, all right, get, get your mind right to where you can make us some kick-ass stuff in the future um, and all that, you know, gr- go home, grieve. And it, I, I look at it like, like the imaginary of Dr. Parnassus, um, the, the last Terry Gilliam movie I've seen. Where it was also Heath Ledger's last movie, where yeah. he died in the middle of the of the shooting of that. So, how do they finish shooting it? Well, they get three great fucking actors to fill in for him. Yeah. You know, they get Johnny Depp, Heath, uh, Johnny Depp, Colin Farrell, and Jude Law to finish the movie and stuff like that. So it's like, yeah, okay. Zack Snyder got, has to step back um, from this. Well, how are we going to get it? Well, what? Why not do? bring in nerd god himself joss whedon and and for those of you that are saying well age of ultron sucked a lot of that was was uh the the studio telling him well you can't do that or if you want to do that you have to do this as well so hopefully though there won't be as much much interference from the studio because i got a feeling that this wonder woman didn't have that much of a the the execs making it a hit because they they figured they it would make like 68 million the first weekend yeah and they've made like three times that that amount so that and the fact that patty jenkins doesn't have a contract to do two and likely be able to go well i don't know maybe maybe you're offering me not a lot or or maybe she'll go i'll do the same price but i don't want any interference or don't want any undue interference with the story yeah i don't know it's that's good that's good um i'll I'll say this about the justice league trailer because it it seems like i saw a new one i usually go for you know like I haven't seen anything on Last Jedi. I, I've seen, you know, some pictures from like Entertainment Weekly, but I have not seen any of the trailers. 
and I've seen the poster because that's also because I walked past it in the uh, in the movie theaters, which I love the poster. I want that poster. I'm, uh, I'm going to have to talk to my friend who works there and be like, hey, can I get that poster when it's done? Because that looks freaking awesome. Um, but I'm, I think I might now be on, on media blackout, like trailer TV clip ba- uh, blackout on Justice League until it comes out. Just because that looked, that trailer I saw, um, and it's the one with uh, where Aquaman gets on the Batmobile and then jumps off of it or whatever. And it's, you know, I'm like, all right, that actually looks really good. You know, it looks dark, but I don't know. It, it looks dark, but it looks like, okay, there's a reason for it to be dark. Not just like, oh, this is the style we're doing. Yeah. And there's a in in the chat group chat here saying, imagine if Justice League doesn't do well, will Wonder Woman become Warner Brothers cash cow? So it'll be the next next Ooh. like Batman type thing. Oh, the next Wonder Woman movie like be like the uh, the the Christian Bale. Uh, what's his face directed Batman trilogy I, becomes a Wonder Woman trilogy. I would not be upset with that. I mean, in all honesty, because I mean, I think they based, didn't they want the Christian Bale Batman to be like the start of like the kickoff for a, a, a DC expanded universe before. So, I mean, like to base it off of Wonder Woman, like you, you keep it Gal Gadot. You could even keep it with the same, you know, the, the same actors playing these superheroes. It's just, you, you get in different creative teams um, telling the stories. I could honestly see that. And I would not be ashamed. I would not be mad about that at all. If that was the case. Um, I, I then wonder though, <laughs> if it would be, if, if basing it off of her, if how that would impact the movie, the universe as a whole, like, would they then go, well, this is going to be our stepping stone, but then we're going to do, you know, Superman and then Batman and then maybe do a Trinity movie with the three of them that could then bring in, you know, the Flash and, you know, work it that way as opposed to, like, doing Superman and then the Dark Knight Returns and then Wonder Woman or well, mm-hmm. and then Suicide Squad and then Wonder Woman and now justice league and then we're going to bring in the other people that way it's like um you sounds like you're trying to catch up to marvel and it's just do good shit now and you know forget about trying to play catch up to the house of ideas just do compelling stuff that brings people in that into what you're doing now well that that's the big big uh lesson from from this between man of steel Batman versus Superman and Wonder Woman have yeah. a good story and everything else will fall into place. Oh yeah. Definitely. All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up here for this. Um, it was short, but I mean, Hey, this is a special spoiler thingy um, for you guys. So Peter, before we leave, um, tell everyone where they can find you um, plug stuff. This is your free ad time. Yeah, well, I do every <laughs> once in a while on on the weekends. 
I do a thing called the joy of image manipulations. If you, if you are looking the video of this, my uh, lower third has, has me as Bob Ross. I sort of merge my face with that, the hideous as it does look where I take uh, just play around with the uh, images that I've taken or other people have taken and just trying to mess with them. And also if you're going to nerdtacular, uh, I'm organizing the post-nertacular movie going thing that we usually do after on the Sunday after Nertacular. Uh, so if you're at Nertacular and you see this ugly mug, you can uh, you can ask me about the details, and um, there'll likely be stuff on the uh, the Tadpool uh, group on Facebook, or just keep your eyes open and. Uh, that's about it i guess all right well that's gonna do it here for us um you could find me over on the twitter and a lot of the other places at that gregor or gregor 1942 um you can find the show um over at elsners.com you can um be friends be compadres be like our hosts and support us over at patreon by going to gncast.com slash subscribe or support not subscribe but support and that's a great way where you can and all honestly do like our hosts do and give you know donate money to us um you know do a, do a dollar a month you know do whatever you feel like you need to and help us keep the lights on here because otherwise we'd be podcasting in the dark and no one wants to see that it's scary <laughs> exactly um Leave us voicemail. At, um, I should probably get the voicemail thing up here. You can leave us a voicemail. Leave us your thoughts on Wonder Woman. Um, you know, what did you think of the movie and all that? Um, you can leave us a voicemail at 805-328-3966 or email us mail at elsnerds.com. I'll tell you right now, we get any of that. I will read it. I will look through it, and then I'll be like, all right, boom, here we go. Email. This person said this. I agree with them, or they are full of shit. <laughs> um the and the final thing to be said is well i guess this has been a special don't tell glenn production we will see you guys next week bye